Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Let's once again go around the virtual table and reintroduce our lovely players. Since nobody's table is at the same order, Mr. Nathan, why don't you go first? Uh, I did a, I did a dance for an audio podcast. So don't worry about it. Uh, hi, I'm Nathan, and I'm going to be playing Rubo, comedic shithead. And he's a Asimar rogue paladin who likes to be an idiot. He enjoys it. Absolutely. And we will now go over to his roommate from the previous episode, Damien. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm playing Damien. Damien's an old, is like an old man, I guess. Apparently, according to the other youngins in the party. Damien's a boomer, confirm. Uh, How old are you, Damien? I'm like 43. I, I, you know. Old as shit. All right, all right. You, you keep quiet there, little ass. But Damien is an artificer who doesn't know that he has magic, and he's been a blacksmith most of his life. All right. And we will move on to our scary sorcerer, Chetwin. Hi, I'm Gia. I play Chatwin, your resident uh, possessed omnipotent goth friend. Let's see, let's let's see what other weird things my physical form does this session. <laughs> and last but not least, Thelfu. Alrighty, I am Andrew playing Thelfu, the reborn lizard folk cleric druid who's apparently really good at converting people of, to his god. Um, and hey, maybe that'll continue. Yeah, we're already on board. We're all going to take a level of cleric. <laughs> this entire party will be clerics by the time we're done. <laughs> I have a I have a level in paladin, and I don't really know who my god is, so. There you go. But last time, the bar fight quelled. Our party took a bit of time to enjoy some free drinks, get to know each other, and invent medieval lunchables. I guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, Rush dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chatwin invented them. Rubo ate That's them. That's kind of the consensus. <laughs> yes. Chatwin created them. Rubo ate them. Thelthu was confused by the necessity of them. He just wanted his good berries. Come on, guys. Get in on the ground floor of medieval Lunchables. <laughs> Thelthu may not have been having it, but the bartender and his wife were very pleased at this new discovery. So much so that the bartender paid two out of the four party members 20 gold for helping to quell the bar fight. He offered it to Damien. Damien would not accept it. But after that, um, he also presented the party with the opportunity to take more jobs. And three posters were set down in front of Chatwin who ended up picking one closer to the Sparkling Grove where everyone seems to be headed and after a little more getting to know each other and some other shenanigans everyone kind of decided that that was where they were going to be headed for today we also should have maybe said in the last episode not sponsored by Lunchables not a... we, we did do oh, yeah. a 20 minute dedicated piece about Lunchables not a sponsor no we wish, though. We just love we just love lunchables, <laughs> apparently. So I'm coming back next week with some lunchables. I like the pizza. <laughs> a little homage to all our childhoods. <laughs> okay, we're not sponsored. We need to stop talking about it. Okay, okay, okay. 
They're just gonna send us like a cease and desist at some point. Just like, <laughs> I didn't give you permission. Stop, shut up. Stop talking about our products, man. I'll only stop talking about it if you send me a box full of those pizza lunchables. Anyway, <laughs> uh, do we get a long rest? Yes, you guys do get a long rest. Thank fuck, my HP is shit. So who would be getting up first? Damien before the sun rises, and Rubo because I'm gonna wake him up. Okay, how are you waking him up? I'm passed out on all my wet clothes in your clothes. He's just going to be like, oh, fuck. Goes over. I guess it's probably semi-dry now. Probably. Just like shake Rubo. Oi, lot. wake up. We're going to go fix some chairs. I'm awake. Picks him up over his shoulder. (laughs) Holy shit. Maybe a strength check? (laughs) Yeah. It has been established that this man like weighs less than like a bag of rocks. I never said the DC was high. I just need him to make a strength check. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. I do c- confirmed weigh like 125 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a 13. Yes, that is plenty. You very easily scoop one arm under Rubo's skinny form and just toss him over your shoulder like a sack of potatoes. A bit like grimacing a bit when you realize that um, his clothes are still a little damp. They're not completely dry. And I'm still in your baggy clothes, I'm assuming. I did not change out of them last night. He's just like, oh, alright. Just starts going down the stairs and he's like, you're gonna help me put these chairs together. You didn't help stop the bar fight. You got plenty of free food, free drink. You're gonna help me put these chairs back together. You understand me, lad? Yeah. Sure. I just need you to hold. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's just going to get down there and like drop him on the ground. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Lad, come hold this leg as he pulls out his smithing hammer and like some nails. Okay. <sighs> Hobble over there, like still like barely awake. And I just, like, I grab him by the ankle? No, not my legs. The legs of the chair. Just hold the leg here while I'm holding it. Hold it still. I, I think I'm, like, I'm like barely holding it, like, because I'm, like, worried about getting hit by the hammer. <laughs> I don't miss very often, so you should be fine. Okay. I, I, like, lean away. I'm, like. He's, like, you don't gotta worry. I've only hit my hammers a couple dozen times. It's no big deal. And he's going to try and put the chairs back together. Can I use mending for this, even though I don't know how to use magic? Yes, you can use mending for this. I don't mean to be to ruin the moment, but I think, did I not do a lot of the chairs last night? You did a lot of them. Okay, I was, I just wanted to be... Yeah, there are still a couple that are... Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's why he says, like, any of the chairs and stuff you can't, like, that that were broken, just throw them in a corner, I'll come down and fix them. Mm -hmm. So that was what he was planning to Mm -hmm. do, and he's going to go to work to put it back together as best as he can all right i'm gonna say damien because you probably wouldn't notice this because you're not really familiar with magic but rubo make me a perception check at disadvantage because you're so freaking sleepy (laughs) well that is a natural 20 on the first roll okay a natural one no 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 14 on the die perception yes 15 total all right you know you're sleepy, but you don't miss it as, like, you're leaning away, like, trying to, like, make sure that you're not going to get hit by this hammer. 
and you <laughs> take a good look and you realize that as Damien's like hammering in the nails, you see his hand kind of touches it to test to like make sure that the nails are insecurely. And you see the nails simply disappear and the whole thing just kind of fuse together. That's that's magic. It's craftsmanship, lad. That's different. <laughs> he goes to the next chair. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna do that to the rest kid. No, I th- I think uh, I think I'm too like just like w- tired and out of it to like acknowledge the fact of what really just happened. So I'm just like, I think that's really magic. But okay, uh, yeah. And I just walk over and I <laughs> held the leg for the next one. And the process repeats and repeats until you've successfully put back together another four bar stools, and that's every chair that was broken. Yeah, and then he's just gonna like n- like take the table that's like split in two and put it up and put nails in it crosswise to like give it some sort of stability. And he's like, he's probably gonna need a new table, but that'll hold for a while. Does the table like fuse? I think it's too big for mending. Probably. Oh, okay. It's a foot uh, in any dimension. I lo- I brought it up before I I used it to make sure I wasn't doing something crazy. Yeah. The tables would be a bit too... Like, this was a big table that got split, so it, it would definitely be too big for mending. Okay. You see this time, Rubo, it does not fuse together. I'm just like, I, I think I don't know, understand how mending works, so I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> That's just how blacksmiths work. I think I reach into Damien's pockets, which I'm wearing, and I pull out a little meat and cheese stack, and I just eat that real quick. And I go and I go and I reach into his other pocket. I pull another one. I'm like, "Did you want one?" No, thank you. Not if it's been in your pocket all night on the, in them damp clothes. Yeah, it's a little soft, but it's fine. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Delicious. We're getting. We're gonna ignore that. <laughs> At about this time, it would be about first light, and Chatwood, you would begin coming to consciousness <laughs> as Santhavek gives her usual wake-up call in your head. I am like definitely like passed out. The book is like on my face that I was reading. It's a really, <laughs> I um, it's a comprehensive view on the trials and uh, you know um, causations of a war amongst the gods. It's a book that I've probably read like four times, and it's like it's pretty much an encyclopedia it's one of those boring ass history books and i'm just like oh i just close that up put it away in my things and do my normal morning routine when i'm staying in an unfamiliar place which is take off um my uh gloves that i'm wearing and i take out one of my little things of soap and i scrub my hands and arms until the skin burns uh it put my stuff away clean myself as much as i can and then take the stuff down from the mirrors take the chair away from the door and just try to leave the room looking normal as i normally do and before i leave with all my stuff on me and go down to the tavern area you would see uh damien and rubo already in the main tavern area before even the bartender is. Hello. Morning, lass. Hey. I was going to come and wake you up, but I heard I heard a bit of um, scuffling down here. I heard hammering, and I heard very loud complaining, so I'm like, oh, that's probably Rubo. Usually. 
The hammering was me, but I was just fixing the chairs. Like, I'm just like half leaned over the bar, like, yep. <laughs> Start doze off again. Can I walk over to Rubo and if you're like leaning on the bar trying to get some sleep, can I knock your elbow out from under <laughs> you so your head falls on the bar? Yeah, I'm doing the, the, the perfect. <laughs> Boom! My face whacks against the bar. Hold up, I'm up, I'm up! And the moment your face waxes, go back to normal. Oh, Rubo, you fell over. I guess so. Do you want some coffee? Yes, please. We can try to find some. Was, um, I don't think they're up serving right now, but we can try to find some coffee before we head out. We should wait for our friend. Right, right. I don't know which room he wants to stay in, so... Hopefully he doesn't take too long to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> and right on cue, Belthy. Yeah, I'm assuming he would probably wake up at first light. So, I don't think he would have slept in the bed. Uh, actually, does the, did the rooms have windows? Yeah, the rooms would have had a small window. Okay, I mean, he would have, like, just essentially brought, if, if there are chairs, or just, like, kind of sat in front of the window, like, staring at the stars for, like, whatever time, for four hours, to get their long rest for Reborn. Because it just needs to be inactive, so, if I'm reading it right. Yep. Rename inactive, so if that's fine. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Yeah, it's like any light activity, right? I I believe so. Reborns are weird, guys. <laughs> we just we don't really have to sleep. We just can just sit like this for four hours and we get along. Yeah, you just spend four yeah, those hours in an inactive, motionless state. So while well, you during which you retain consciousness, so he would have just like sat in front of a window for the night, mm -hmm. dozing off in a sense. And then, yeah, he would have just woke up, saying a little prayer to Horikosh, which will be my vigilant blessing to give me advantage on my next initiative roll. And then, you know, he'll gather his things and head on down, seeing everyone, and says, Oh, I'm glad I'm not the uh, only one down here. Are you all ready, I presume? Mm -hmm. Well, we'd like to get some coffee. If the bartender doesn't wake up soon, we can go find another place. Right, right. And right on cue, you guys see... An older woman with similar graying hair, kind of tucked up in a nice bun, kind of like peek out of the kitchen and she just goes, Oh, I didn't realize we had people yet. Hi, uh, can I get you guys anything started? I'm sorry, we don't normally have customers this early. It's fine, we just woke up. <laughs> Four coffees, if you would, Mom. Four coffees right away. Anything else? Some food to get started with everyone? We have this wonderful little thing that a customer suggested yesterday that actually um, is quite delicious. It's this stack of meat and cheese and crackers. Could be some fun little... I'll take a soup. Which kind of soup? We have chicken noodle. Whatever you recommend, ma'am. Your chicken noodle yesterday was great, so whatever you recommend. Of course. Any food for anyone else? Uh, I'm, I'm alright. I'm as well. I think I ate a bit too much yesterday. Rubo, are you hungry or do you have, um... <laughs> I'm gonna push his elbow out from under him again. <laughs> I, I think I smack a little less hard this time. I, like, put my head further down. And I'm like, huh? A soup for the lot as well, please. Of course. Thank you, dear. And a snack'em to go, if possible. A snack'em? Right, I feel like that'd be a good name, a snack'em. Are you the ones who suggested the meat and cheese sandwiches? <laughs> Yes, mom, they are. I wasn't really going to say anything. I don't I don't like to... She's a genius. I don't really like to take credits. I was just going to kind of let it be, but since you're asking, I guess, uh, 
that's just how we eat them at home. <laughs> and she comes up and she takes your hands and she goes, that is the most fun I've had experimenting in the kitchen in years. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> you don't do a lot of experimenting in the kitchen. No, absolutely, absolutely. No, everyone here wants the same old gruel. It's... Right, they just want broth. They just want cups of broth everywhere I go. It's uh, from where, where I from. Food is so interesting and intricate, but everyone, everyone here just says, "I just want a cup of broth and dried meat." Like that's boring as shit. Exactly. Who wants to cook meat and potatoes all day? I know. <laughs> you want some more interesting stuff, but yes, absolutely, you are so very welcome. But we just need a bit of coffee and I guess soup for them, and then and then we have to be traveling. <laughs> Oh, of course. I'll t- I'll take a couple of them on the- for the road, though, if possible. Of course, of course. And she will rush back to the kitchen as fast as a little old lady can. <laughs> and you are once again left to your own devices as she you hear um, fires being started and water boiling and whatnot. And she comes back out with your coffee very quickly. It takes a little longer for her to warm up some nice soup and get the snackums as we're going to call them i guess Fuck yeah. ready to go i think as, I, as i'm like having my coffee i'm like wow if she gets that excited over trying something new in the kitchen i'm assuming trying something new in the bedroom is very boring Rubo. <laughs> what you don't say things like that um but what what does that exactly mean he's talking about experimenting with positions during sex yeah it's <laughs> I think I give him like a squinty look and I'm like, Damien, do you think he's a virgin? <laughs> and Damien just looks over at you and he's like, he's not necessarily like us. So he probably doesn't do things the way we do. I saw frogs do things with their hands. So I, I don't know, but it's inappropriate to ask. <laughs> Chatwin, <laughs> ask him if he's a virgin. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I wa- I'm walking out of the tavern. <laughs> I'm taking my coffee and I'm leaving. <laughs> I've just imagined like he's like looking at you guys as you're like whispering like, oh, I wonder what they're saying. <laughs> sipping, <laughs> sipping coffee. I'm sorry. I would say more, but the DM is over here dying. <laughs> Four Emma not found. Please hold. <laughs> I'm like. Fine, I won't ask, but I really want to know. Just, I whisper that off to Damien. I just sip some more of my coffee. <laughs> what, lad, can I ask you a question? How old are you? Me? No. Um, your name is so hard to pronounce. Can I, I just call you Dale? If you want to. I mean, it's better than lad. That does get confusing. <laughs> like, just quickly glances over to, uh, Rubo. Yeah, uh, my apologies. Uh, Dale, how old are you? Um, well, I'm not too sure exactly, but it's safe to say I'm, I've probably reached adulthood, given, I mean, I'm definitely not a child. You hear Rubo whisper over here, how do you think he knows that? <laughs> it's just like, Rubo, please. You know what? <laughs> Sit my coffee. He's <laughs> gonna say, is it normal in, for all you types of people to just ask questions to, to practically strangers? I feel like I've just been asked a lot of questions. Not that I'm really bothered by it, but... I don't mean for it to be rude, but you're... you're I, I've never seen someone like you, so it brings up a lot of questions in my mind when I see something I'm not used to seeing. Like, 
the magic thing that you'll do that I ask questions about it because I have no idea anything about it or your god I don't know anything about the gods so I figure I'm trying to make light conversation without asking anything too appropriate unlike this little prick next to me listen listen love I, I you are the most interesting thing I have ever seen in my whole life and I have no filter so I'm just gonna say things and I'm sorry in advance that's just how it's gonna be uh I I think that's flattering but all, all right, ask away, I, I suppose. I mean, the stars have guided me to this meeting with all of you, so she kind of just shrugs him, so everything will work out in the end. Damien, you hear a whisper that says, do I ask him now? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how much do you know about your, your people? Oh. Like your culture, or um, how, how you choose your loves, any of that kind of stuff. I don't know. what DM, what do I know slash remember? <laughs> Should I roll something? <laughs> yeah, I guess a history check. Sure. I feel like it's only appropriate if I use the um the feature. Well, I really wish I didn't say that, but I feel like I have to because that's a four plus history, which is a five, so it's a nine. But I am going to use knowledge from a past life because I feel like it's appropriate. Maybe a waste early, but that's adding a five, so that's fourteen, I believe. Yep, 14 in total. You try and think back, and at first your mind is blank. You can't draw up anything. And then you get a brief flash of two people whom you're not really sure who they are, but you get a flash of what you assume to be some sort of wedding ceremony, where they're sort of standing at an altar with someone and their hands are being connected with vines. And there is another druid there saying something about how, like vines grow for their entire lives, may your love grow for the eternity of your love. And then the flashback ends. Sorry, I am just writing that down. Um, yeah, like you would see him like stare off into space for a second, like almost past you. Well, couples come together in love like vines. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's all I really remember. Well, that's good enough. And he's going to look over at Rubo and be like, no more questions. I don't think you're going to get any of the answers you're looking for, lad. Fine. I can hold off. Let's eat our soup and then we'll, we'll go catch the misfit in a way. Chalawan? Something like I'm so bad with names. Chatwin. Chatwin, the inventor of the <laughs> snackum. I'm just going to add something to my titles real quick. <laughs> Did you just say add? Does that mean Chatwin already has titles? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> you saw me go crazy with my other characters before, Nathan. Boy, oh boy, do I love giving characters titles. <laughs> Only title I have is old man. <laughs> Rubo's title is fucker, I guess. <laughs> He's just got a dickhead. When we're when I step outside a few minutes before everyone else joins me, is there here in like the very early morning, is there like any sort of town crier or missives board? Anywhere anywhere where I can gather news or information about what's happening around like the continent of sorts. Like, some, anything like that. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Okay, sick. I was so afraid you were going to say perception. 
Um, okay, okay, not bad, not bad. Um, investigation, that is going to be 18 total. Oh, nice. Okay. There's nothing as cumulative as you have in the Andrus Isle, but you do see, like, a little poster board near the docks that has stuff about, like, wanted posters. You see, like, a little note, like, local newspaper, like, which is literally a single page of news. Mm. Apparently not much happens around here, like tabbed up on the board. Is there any specific type of information that you're looking for? Mostly I'm looking for any news coming out of the um, Andrus Isle. I'm always keeping an eye out for anything coming out of the Andrus Isle. Any type of news like that. It's been a long time since my name has been posted up on these boards because I was caught pretty quickly. But... If there's anything to do with my name or my family name or anything regarding key individuals I have known previously that, you know, maybe if there's anything about what they're up to or, you know, just kind of stuff like that. No, you don't see anything like that up there. You see some news about your grandfather striking a new trade deal with some people in the Whirlpool Isles, which are typically very difficult to get to. But the article says something about he's been able to find sailors that are skilled enough to navigate the waters and get supplies and particularly books regarding magic into the people of the Whirlpool Isles. Right, that sounds like him. Okay, great, great. That's that's it, really. Just kind of keeping an eye on the news. Um, other than that, I'm just going to kind of I'm just kind of waiting outside for everyone else to come uh, join me. All right. A little bit after you're done scouring the board, you look back at the tavern to see, I'm assuming everyone's stepping out after her? Yep. Yeah, I think I finished my soup and I'm I'm following. I did get a refill on my coffee. Awesome. And I say, uh, can I just take the mug? <laughs> um, I have a water skin that I can give you. Sure. And she pours you some fresh coffee into a water skin that she then Perfect. hands you. I'm just carrying, I'm carrying it along like an IV drip. <laughs> Damien will leave eight silver on the table and be like, you have a good one, Mom. Oh, you as well. Safe travels. Did you all get everything that you needed to do? Are we all... Are we we good? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I I got everything. Clank checks his backpack real quick. I think I'm good. Okay, um, I'm going to see if I can't find a roadmap. I'm, I'm good at navigating general direction on where we need to go, but having an actual comprehensive map would definitely be useful, and we should probably just take off from there. Nobody has any horses or anything, right? You all arrived here on foot one way or another? One way or another. I came on a boat, unfortunately, but... Right. I was worried if there were mounts that had to be taken care of at all. But since you came on a boat, we probably don't have to worry about that. Great, great. Uh, I'll go and see if I can't find a map or anything just of just of the land. Anything that has like maps out roads and trails, just for general traveling. So you would look around a little. Oh, I was asked. Do the I was asked if the pamphlets actually had a map. That's exactly what I was about to say. Okay, I was yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> she did copy it down. There's the, yeah. You open your pamphlet and there is in fact a map. Hell yeah. Damien's slowly, like, putting on his armor and stuff. Like, clean. <laughs> Getting all garbed up. Never to be too careful. And I do believe the pamphlet had a map. 
And he'll, like, Delta will take out his own copy of the pamphlet. <laughs> oh, perfect. I need to get... I need... Do I, do I need to start collecting pamphlets? You could get one just down the way, I believe it was. Let's grab one on the way out. I want my own copy. Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab one of the pamphlets as we head out of Rockford. Uh, I'm assuming that's what we're doing. I think yep. so. It seems like it. Rubo's just stumbling behind. <laughs> it's still way too early for him. Amazing. The teenage boy doesn't even look up as you grab another pamphlet. He's very engrossed in whatever book he's reading. And you guys make your way out of Rockford, past the docks and past all the residential areas, and in the direction of the bountiful amount of trees that you see on the horizon. It's about a day's travel. Is there anything in particular that any of you want to do during this full day of travel? How many of us know the contents of our of the job that Chatwin took? Oh, um, I have the poster, which was... Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and take out the poster. And it was... Um, there's a little town outside of the Sparkling Grove, and the mayor is talking about how these uh, tourists to the Sparkling Grove are like going missing, but not, not in the sense of how people typically go missing in the grove. Like, their belongings are left behind, which goes to suggest that someone snatched them, someone or something snatched them, took them away, because normally when people go disappearing in the Sparkling Grove, they don't leave behind any trace of themselves. So one would think that it's, oh, they're just getting lost in the trees, but this is, uh, it seems a bit more complicated than that. Uh, they just want a bit of help trying to find out who or what is taking these tourists and seeing if they're dead or alive, seeing what can be done. Uh, here, I'll, and I'll pass around the little poster that I was given to, you know, offer any further information. Damon's going to kind of look over and be like, do any of you know how to find the missing people? I have ideas. Yeah, we could check out their belongings, check out some of the um, town guards, see what they have seen, um, find out information about the people who have gone missing and see why they were here, the people that they came here with, uh, what their purposes were, where they were last seen. Uh, you know, just a few ideas on where to start. Maybe what they look like in case we run into them. Right, exactly. I think we'll figure something out. We could also consult the stars. All right, let's head to it then. Did it say the name of this little town that's outside of the Sparkling Grove? Yes, the town would be called Ivanborough. Okay. And while we're going there, I guess I'll go ahead. I'll just kind of help keep general watch of our surroundings as we're traveling. Even though my wisdom's pretty shit. Uh, <laughs> I'll kind of post up uh, towards the back of the group and just kind of keep a general watch, keep a general eye on our surroundings or attempt to at least as we travel. Yeah, so will Damien, but he'll probably be walking up front. Damien, can I have a piggyback ride? Not for very long. I mean, at least for a few. I don't weigh very much. Whatever. When I'm more awake, I'll be a little better. And I climb up the Damien's back. If, it, if anything happens, well, I'm just going to throw you on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's fast. <laughs> Do you want us to roll perception? That is impressive. Yes, I was about to ask you to. <laughs> I got a nat 1 plus 0. Ooh. Oh, yikes. I don't see shit. I got a 13 plus 6, 19. Thank God. All right. 
Chatwin, you are very distracted as Santhavec starts freaking out and goes, Chatwin, they have grass here. Right, yes, they have grass. I did not know this existed. No, no, we saw it on the way here. We saw it when we were with the sheep. You saw it on the way here. You did not see it. No, I was not paying attention. I was more, I was more engrossed in the sheep and why you were so obsessed with because them. Because sheep are nature's perfect miracles and they don't need to be criticized ever. Okay, so let's just get that straight, first of all. And the grass is not... Why are you so focused on the grass? That's it's so important. There's so many other things around us. Yes, but it's so long and green. And <laughs> it's very fascinating. I've never seen it. Um, any place that I've been, it's burnt up before I've been able to oh, see I it. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> okay, put your hand in mine. And I'm going to uh, run my hand through the grass just so she can experience the grass. <laughs> and... You you watch as, like, you sort of temporarily lose all feeling in your hand and you see it flex and, like, twist as you see Santhavec kind of getting used to the fact that you've, for the first time in quite a long time, voluntarily given her control over a part of your body. <laughs> and, and she starts, like, awkwardly, like, stroking the grass. My hand is so... I'm glad I'm at the back because my hand is so weird right now. She's like... Like <laughs> yes, and she's like, I did not expect it to feel this soft. It, it feels soft and bristly at the same time. It is. It this is. is so strange. And we just we just mess with the grass instead of paying attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damien, on the other hand, there's not a lot around here. There's, it's a very uneventful morning. You see a few, like, small animals kind of cross your path, like some rabbits here and there. But right now you're still in the grasslands sort of area with some scattered trees. There's nothing, there's no real forest here quite yet. But you know from brief mentions in the pamphlet that the trees get denser as you get closer to the center, so. Okay, yeah, he just kind of, like, keeps an eye about us. He walks Towards the forest, towards the town that's near it. Ooh, grass. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and and you would get a glimpse of Chatwin petting grass in the back of the brain. <laughs> Both hands are in now, so I because I want to touch the grass too. <laughs> and he's just gonna kinda like raise an eyebrow and go back to do what he's doing, like I'm not going to ask. <laughs> oh boy. And yeah, most of your day passes pretty uneventfully. Thank God. <laughs> As the sun starts to set, you guys find yourselves approaching a small little town that looks like it's made basically of log cabins. On the horizon, you see like five or six of them. And then you start being able to see past those five or six and you see some bigger buildings also made out of logs. In a very similar style, you see some bigger buildings surrounded by these log cabins. Damien's like, oh, no, this feels like home. Nice and simple. Uh, is there any indication of where um, we may find the mayor at this time? Like, is there like a city hall? Like a very obviously ostentatious, like larger building compared to the others, like community center, sort of anything like that. There's not necessarily an, an ostentatious building, I would say. I just assume because any person in a position of power. Mm -hmm. You do see there are like little wooden signs basically in front of any building of importance. 
you notice as you're walking through. Like, you see one that's labeled as the constable's station as you walk by. There's one that's labeled as the, like, it doesn't even have a name. It's just called The Bed and Breakfast. Yeah, it makes sense. There's one that's labeled The School. Everything seems pretty simplistic here. And so it's no surprise to you when you come to... It is a larger building, but most of the buildings that have a purpose are larger in size. And it says the town hall on the sign outside. Okay. I mean, I I figure it's probably a good idea to go on and introduce ourselves and explain uh, why we're here. Say we're at the job listing and just introduce ourselves to and let them know that we will be staying for the night and in the morning we can stop by again to gather any information they have on the missing persons. All right, can I see the poster? Uh, yes, yes. I'll send the poster over to Damien. Do you guys think they're even open? I feel like all these, I don't know, governmenty places close early. Right, they always close at like 3 p.m. Like, like they close before anyone even gets off work. Like, like work that still needs to happen throughout the day, and they just go home? I know, they close so early, and everyone gets off of work so late. And so you have no time to actually go, you have to, like, miss a day of work to actually go in and do, and do like, some, some of these deeds that have to be done, because they close so early. <laughs> I've noticed that. It's ridiculous. I, I, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to try. I'm just going to walk up and knock on the door. You knock on the door, there's no answer. <laughs> Oh, oh. Is it unlocked? What? No, you don't just. Is it unlocked? You don't just open a door. Isn't it like a public business or something? They they work for us. Right. If this is just like a public building. Well, we're not, we don't live here. I don't know if they work for us. Oh, fair enough. Well, if it's a public building, you should be able to just walk right. Like in. if you go to a tavern, you just walk right in, right? You don't knock at the tavern, do you? Right. You don't knock on the door of a tavern. Most tavern doors are already open. You don't knock on the door of a library. Rubo opens the door. (laughs) What's a a library? That is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Chatwin's over here like, you poor, uncivilized, uncultured being. Rubo, 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 you need to save this point of conversation. Do you know what a library is? Yes, of course I know what a library is. I'm not, I'm not, a, I, I've never been in one, but I do know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and a voice echoes in your head, Chatwin, and goes, see, you chose very poor company. Again, let's just see if they're open. Let's see if they're inside. Yeah, Rubo just tries to swing the door open. It does open, but you walk in and you're met with a dark, empty building. Hmm. You see, like, in the darkness, for those of you who do have dark vision, you would be able to see places where torches would normally be lit to illuminate the room. Those are dark. There are rows of seating for when they have, like, actual town hall meetings and a little podium where someone would speak at said town hall meetings. Am I getting a vibe that it's like long closed or like it's just not, it's just vacant at the time? It looks long closed. Like there's like cobwebs everywhere kind of No, not, vibe. not that long closed, but. Like it's closed, closed for the day. Okay, that's what I mean. Like, does it seem like abandoned? No. 
It doesn't seem abandoned, but all the office doors are closed. It's just like 8 p.m. And These motherfuckers went home at 3, at 3 at p.m. At 3 p.m., yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, well, I guess we'll stay somewhere for the night and pop in in the morning. First lights. That's probably when they we, we have to go in. Wait, wait, wait. We got to wake up at first light again? Mm-hmm. Why do you wait till there's light outside? It just that's just the natural progression of when when there's sunlight. That's just naturally oh, when I get I, up. I'm I'm just used to waking up early to prepare my shop before the light comes out. Hmm, that does make sense. But I I mean I I've never had to run a business. I just I just get up early normally. So I suppose that makes sense. Thethu, when do you normally get up? <laughs> Rubo, Rubo's jaw is dropping <laughs> slightly more as I talk about it earlier and earlier. <laughs> oh, I. Well, I'll get up quite early as well, mostly. Right. It makes sense to get up early so you have the whole day ahead of you to do things. I mean, if you sleep until noon, then you only have a few hours to do things over the day, and you just waste all of your time sleeping. Exactly. And speaking of wasting time, why why do, should we stop now? We could keep going. Right. Exactly. Like, it's only 8 p.m. We can stay up late. I don't have to sleep very long. Neither do I. I don't mind. I'm used to working through the night, and uh, this one's been sleeping on my shoulder all day. Fantastic. I'm going to go look for a library. <laughs> or, or, or we could try to find the missing persons and head towards the forest. That is what I was thinking as well. Hmm, I suppose. I just figured we didn't want to start until we had all the information ahead of us. And we made it known that we were helping to work this job. So if we ended up sniffing around somewhere where we were not allowed, then we would get permission to snoop around the sort of crime scene areas. If we're coming in as outside contractors. Well, from my... What's a contractor? Never mind. From, from, from my understanding, typically if you're looking for information on people, you go to the tavern. Right. I mean, we have to get rooms to stay the night anyways, so... Uh, I guess. Well, I'm assuming we're staying the night. I doubt we're going to figure out all of this, you know, now. It's not. It's going to take us more than two hours to solve this. I'm assuming, at least. This is just not the adventure I was expecting. I was expecting to like camp out in the woods and stuff. We can do that. We still have to actually try to go through the sparkling grove at one point. Real quick, if we camp out in the woods, can we wake up past morning light? We'll probably wake up with the morning light if you if you're not accustomed to waking up beforehand, because we'll be sleeping outside. Fuck. All right. I don't care where we sleep. Have you ever slept outside? The birds wake you up. They're loud as shit in the morning. I I have slept outside a few times, but I sleep pretty hard, so it doesn't... And I'm usually very, very hungover, so... That makes sense. All right, well, I'll go find the tavern. You find this li- library thing that you talk about. I'll, I'll search in the morning. I feel like we need to uh, make our presence known, get some rooms, and then we can start all of our research and everything um, come morning time. And I can educate you all a little bit. <laughs> I like to think I'm pretty well educated. Where's the tavern? A <laughs> uh, <laughs> <the> smile. <laughs> None of you can see it, but the, the face that, Ch- that Gia just made. <laughs> <laughs> let's go find the tavern <laughs> we look for the tavern you guys go head off in search of a tavern and you remember passing the sign that said the bed and breakfast which I guess is as close as it comes in this town you walk in because you don't see anything that's labeled the tavern anywhere 
you guys end up circling back to the bed and breakfast, which you open up to find a couple of, like, it, it's very quaint. It's definitely not the same tavern atmosphere. There is like a concierge desk sort of thing front and center. You see a few tables in the back, sort of like a dining room area where a couple old guys are sitting there having like a beer and chatting, but there's really nobody else in there. I'm going to walk in and look at, is there like a receptionist or something? Yeah, you'd see a woman in like her 30s, hair kind of frizzed all over the place, like falling out of a bun that she put it in, what you assume to be way earlier in the day. And she kind of looks up and just goes, oh, hi. How? Two soups and two whiskeys. <laughs> Mom, uh, uh, Lass, we'll, we'll, we're looking to get a room perhaps and ask if you know anything about this and hold the poster up to her. And she'll kind of squint at it. You see a similar, like, half-asleep look in her eyes as Rubo had this morning. And she's like, oh, all the tourists that have gone missing? Yeah, we we housed a few of them. Right. I didn't realize they were sending people out for this case. Oh, I, I don't know. Chat went over there. She uh, took the job from, uh, what was the name of that place? Uh, the Stormy Sail over in Rockford is where we picked it up. Oh, I would assume that the mayor sent it over. I have no idea. He doesn't talk to us about anything. It's bad. Right. Uh, I know it's it's probably a bit too late to go and speak to him, but where could we find him come morning? He's usually in the town hall pretty bright and early. He has an office there that he works out of. Other than that, unless he has like a special event planned around town, which um, the next festival's not for a couple weeks. It's his birthday. Hooray. He has, he has a festival for his own birthday? Yeah. He has, he has a, a town-wide festival to celebrate his own birthday. Mm-hmm. And he does he, like, organize it and everything? Mm-hmm. It's kind of pathetic, isn't it? I'm starting to gather what kind of men we're about to be dealing with. And I, I eat men like that for fucking breakfast. So we'll see how this goes. The townspeople <laughs> are going to love you. <laughs> I'm rather confused, but I didn't. You're not supposed to talk about eating men for breakfast in front of a young lady. I'm going to chop his balls off. Is that That's, a better topic? You also, you, you don't talk about that around any man. That's, that's just no. Not unless he's done something horrible, at, at which case it should be public execution. But like, ma- ma'am, can we get the rooms that you're, the missing tourists stayed in, perhaps? Right, rooms, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. And she'll take a couple keys off the wall. There's only two rooms. They they're, they were both couples. They shared a room. Oh, well, that's fine. Us lads will share a room and the, the lady can have her own. Right, right. Uh, if you're okay with that, I, uh, uh, I prefer a bit of... Um... I think I, I tried to whisper to Damien. Are you sure we want to share a room with him? I don't see why not. Well, actually, I was... Well, he wouldn't hear this. Well, I, if that is the case, I might just spend the night outside then. It's been a while since I've slept under the stars. I mean, if you'd like. You don't You don't have to. I think, I, think I lean across this little, like, table, and I look at the, like, uh, I don't know, reception whatever lady, and I'm like, where's your room, love? <laughs> Are you trying to seduce her? I'm not trying to seduce her. I'm just trying to be... <laughs> Be charismatic and, like, uh, come on to her, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not a full seduce. Okay. I'm not trying to be like, I'm sleeping with you tonight. It's more just like a, trying to be flirtatious. Okay. Per- I, I'm trying to decide what skill that is. I, I usually do persuasion. I was going to say, is that persuasion? <laughs> just flat charisma. <laughs> persuasion check. Hell yeah. Uh, that is an 18 plus 8. 26. <laughs> God. Um, okay. I think I kind of like I like brush my like hair over my ear and I just kind of like give her a little smile, like a little shit eating grin. Oh God. And you see her kind of lean forward on the on the concierge desk and she goes, "Well, not that you need to know, but in case you do need anything in the middle of the night or figure anything out, I'm right over there." And she kind of winks as she points. He's like like looking her straight in the eyes. He's like, wow, your eyes are gorgeous. We'll begin to drink, but I'll see you later. Uh. (laughs) She nods and is like, if you want anything, any drinks, you got to ask Pete. Um, I'm not getting a drink. Um, How much for the rooms? Two copper a piece. He puts four copper down, and he's and as he's walking away, he's like, "Oh, to be young, dumb, and full of cum." <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that last one. <laughs> that felt like a punch to the gut. As he goes up to what to one of the he ends the one key to uh, Chatwin, and then heads up to the other room. Alrighty, I'll be up. I'll be up later, Damien. Yup, I don't <laughs> expect to see you. <laughs> he's he's gonna look over at um uh, uh failthu <laughs> um, and he's like y- you're still welcome if you if you'd like a bed to sleep oh that's in. quite all right uh i do, the grass doesn't really bother me too much or dirt oh i mean it actually sounds fun but i guess i get to do that when we go through the woods all right man you suit yourself yeah yeah have a good night fail yeah you too chatwin I'm sweating profusely at the idea of sleeping outside in the dirt. Okay, good night. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> as, as he's just like, Rubel, don't get into too much trouble. The, one of you's enough. No promises. Oh, God. <laughs> I think uh, Rubo makes his way and he, he gets a drink. And he's like, I don't know if anybody, are you guys coming with Rubo to get a drink? Or are you guys kind of going off to your own thing? I'm going off. I think everyone's going to bed. Yeah. yeah. You're you're the drunkards. Yeah, I think I think Rubo's like sitting there having an ale and then he makes his way back over to this lady. And I, I think he starts just kind of like chumming it up, like talking to her and like just kind of being flirtatious. Like, oh, you know, like how long have you, you know, were you born here? Like how long have you lived here? And then uh, I don't know if we have to get into the deep part of the flirting with Rubo and this lady. But uh, I, I think he eventually is like, you know. What's up with them? This mayor guy is, seems kind of weird. At that point, you would have done your fair share of flirting, and she kind of stops at the more serious question and kind of shrugs and is like, "Eh, I mean, I just assumed that I haven't really gone anywhere else, but I just assumed that all mayors or political figures were pretentious dickheads, but." Oh, I mean, they are, but I've I've never seen one throw a party for his own birthday. That seems a little, I don't know, like a misuse of public funds. I mean, most of us think so, but we don't exactly have any say. We're not the mayor. We don't decide how the money works. We just pay taxes. Hmm. Is there like any, he's, 
into anything weird that you know about? Is he just like, he's just kind of an asshole? Like, I don't know. Is there anything weird that he's like up to around here? Not that we know of. I mean, this is pretty small town. Nobody really thinks to look very closely into anybody. I mean, if he was into something weird, the only person that would know about it is uh, is his assistant, Bert. Hmm. Interesting. Him and Bert, are they uh, more than assistant? <laughs> well, I don't think so, because the mayor's got a wife, and so does Bert. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't stopped people in the past. He's in politics. You think that would stop him? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i go okay maybe i'll have to talk to bert tomorrow and i think i just kind of like place my hand on her hand and i'm like although bert does is not nearly as interesting to talk to as you are and i just kind of lay the charm back on and uh i think after like uh, another 15 20 minutes of conversation rubo like you know kind of pieces himself out to bed gotcha <laughs> works everything up and then leaves <laughs> yeah i know like damn you're just gonna leave her hanging typical guy yeah. Ouch. Ulterior motive. I was trying to see if I can get any information from this lady. <laughs> no, fuck yeah. <laughs> she seems a little disappointed, but she she lets you go off to bed. With that disappointment, that is where we will end <laughs> our wonderful session for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard tonight, please follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Chronicles of Kriath Pod, all lowercase, all one word. And hopefully you will join us next week as they get into this mystery of what's been taking these people and this very pretentious politician. <laughs> and his and his illicit lover assistant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're fully assuming we know what's going on. This this is Burton Ernie. Bert and his name is his name going to be Ernie and they are clearly lovers god damn it I mean I feel like I have to do it now because you guys because you guys said it yeah whatever notes you had on this mayor throw them out we're making the character now mm-hmm. but thank you all for listening we will see you next time bye bye, bye. Woo, Rubo's not getting laid <laughs> <laughs>